Good afternoon, good morning. Welcome to Star Wars and Coffee, a brand new webcast or web show from the Gallery of Podcast, live over on YouTube, as well as all major platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good shit I am. Uh, we've got Carl's baby child today, Star Wars and Coffee. This, this is our, like, our premium web show, talking about anything Star Wars related, all the best news. Um, I guess like people's, I don't know, Reminiscing, what's the word? I'm trying to think of like. I don't know. Just, just talk Star Wars, isn't it? it Any excuse to talk Star Wars, and I am there. So we came up with this idea, or Carl came up with this idea a few days ago. Um, splitting up what we're going to talk about in a podcast. And if you listen to episode three of the podcast, uh, which will again link if you've not gone back and listened to it, we spoke about splitting certain areas up on the gallery and making separate webcasts. And that's why we're here today. We've got a, yeah, a Star Wars show. So, um, Star Wars. Well, in Ash's point, Star Wars and water. Star, Star Wars and water. So this is a very good point. So Star Wars and coffee. Now I'm sat with a water cup, my, my infamous purple water cup. Um, I don't own any, as much as I've got so much Star Wars shit around me and merch around me, I don't own a Star Wars mug. So, blasphemy. Hold, blasphemy. hold me to this next episode, which should be sometime next week. I will have a Star Wars mug. I've got one. I mean, it's in the building. Fair. That, I could have just lent you one of mine. You only live around corner. I could have just ran you a cup round. There, I mean, there is that. I could, I could have got one from you. <laughs> right. So we've got um, Carl's come up with a fucking absolutely brilliant podcast today. Um, we've got some incredible topics to talk about. But first of all, I think you want to talk. Judging by the script, you want to talk about the Star Wars films, the top three Star Wars films for individuals? Yeah, I just thought if if we spoke about because obviously we'd be in episode one, so why not let people know what our favourite top three Star Wars films are? Because I always feel you can judge a Star Wars fan <laughs> by their top three Star <laughs> Wars films. Not in a bad sense, just in are you an old school Star Wars fan? Are you a new... Do you know what I mean? Or, I just... You, you tend to get a feeling of the, the amount of Star Wars they like by their top three films. I already know you're number one. Well, actually, <clears throat> I've, I've mixed it up, so I'm not going to give it my number one, but go on, go on. In fact, I'm oh. going to spoil it. Give, I, I want to hear yours first. I give, I give you my top three. Go so my, my favourite Star Wars film of all time, and a lot of people won't actually agree with this because a lot of people say Empire, but I prefer Return of the Jedi, personally. I think it's... Empire's incredible. But Return at, Gen- Re- Return at Jedi, is, for me, is Luke's a, Luke's a Jedi, he's a badass, he's not in training anymore. He, do you know what I mean? He's the, he's the man. <laughs> he's the man now, do you know what I mean? So that's why I love three. Um, number two would probably, as of recent events, probably be Mandalorian. That's my oh, second. Okay. I, I was I have just purely gone off the films, but I was just going on. If we're going on just on purely on films, then number two will be Empire. Oh, okay, fair. No, and then no, number no, three no, will three be. Three, yeah. And then three will be Revenge of Sith. Right. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, up there. So I, I'm sorry, you and New Hope fans, but it is a bit outdated. See, it, that's sometimes that's what brings me back to watching that film is just purely based on again we'll touch on the nostalgia aspect later, but. It purely on that basis that a new hope is I can then keep rewatching it. I do it a little bit a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. I think any Star Wars yeah. fan does. Um, but my top three. Here we go. Can you believe this? This is changing. It's so, changed it. It's changed it. And you, and you might like it. I'm going to go with Return of the Jedi because why the hell not? Yep, I'm down with that. Big, big first. Of, well, I say big first appearance. It's a big. It's a big ending appearance to pretty much most of the characters. It gives you a good plot. You start then yeah. to to pass on to legends and canon stuff. 
Um, I'm going to go with the Sarlacc pit scene. Um, again, being a Boba fan, it's going to be one of my own. And it's Leia, Leia in that suit. I'm not going to give up. Oh. All, the cring, all the cringy, like, I, want, I mean, I'm 27, but all the cringy, like, 50-year-olds when that first film came out are all like... Mate, I bet, I bet they were masturbating furiously. Bro, if I still had that, I want to cut out of Leia in that suit, bro. I'm, I'm going to have it behind me. I'm going to find the eBay and that's going straight When's behind. your birthday? Uh, October. When's your birthday? I'll get you one for your birthday. Mate, do they still even do that? I would imagine I so. I bet that, I bet it's on some sites. And I bet it's expensive I'll... as well for the club I cut out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, number two, I'm going to go with what's notoriously probably, well, it's, it's not notoriously arguably the worst one, but it's it's close to, uh, with Phantom Menace. And uh, a lot of people might be like, holy shit, why? And I'm going to go with just on that. It's that nostalgia aspect for me. It's the first film that I've, I fully got engrossed into Star Wars. The first film that I saw at the theatre. So, again, that film experience. And it's, it's just, it, it sits there right in the heart. It doesn't matter how bad it is or how booky, you know, the acting or the I, story I is. get where you come from, it's, to be perfectly honest aspect. with you. And that and Darth Maul, so. I mean, after watching, recently I watched the, have you ever seen the Dave Filoni interview? about the jewel of the fates no. so if you watch if you understand jewel of the fates and then you go back and watch phantom menace right okay it changes that whole entire film so the, the outlook you. and the so the jewel of the fates basically you don't just look at it as a fight it's called jewel of the fates because it's the jewel of anakin's fate right okay. so if qui-gon doesn't lose that fight Anakin never goes on to become Darth Vader. So we're getting into the theory. This is what it is, guys. We're getting into the theory side already of it. But he, but if you think about it, it wouldn't because the reason Anakin never turns into Vader is because he doesn't have that father figure. He doesn't have someone to teach him the proper ways in the Force. Obi-Wan never yeah, wanted yeah, never to pick wanted. Anakin up in the first place. He never he, he calls you, him a, see, a waste of space. You see in Phantom Menace like that, it's so apparent that that is the way it's going to happen. Yeah. The only reason Obi-Wan ever trained Anakin was due to the fact that he, it was his master's dying wish. That's why he goes on to on to train him. So if Qui-Gon lives in that fight, Anakin goes on to become the chosen one, which he does become at the end of Return of Jedi anyway. But you never get the Vader side. You, you might do the Force works in mysterious ways, but once you've... Once you've got that theory in your head and then rewatch it it does become a hell of a lot of a better film in my opinion well then linking back onto what you just said about anakin the third is going to go for revenge of the sith now that only changed recently so i'm talking again you knew my my number one was always going to be uh phantom menace but again i think i'm going to give it the the older aspect there but the third being revenge of the sith and i think again it's probably one of the, one of the films that i most really enjoyed in the cinema and it just sets the story so well for other theories. Yeah. It gives you that, not only that, you've got decent sort of CGI, you've got better acting, you're implementing a lot of characters, new beginnings and endings. It's an integral yep. part of the Star Wars story, and I think that's why... And it leaves that. you wondering as well. It leaves you wondering, like, what's happening? Like, you get that little Order 66 scene, and then you're like, well, what happened? Do you know what I mean? There were so, so many Jedi. I think it was the first, like... What happened out of the... Outside of the main Jedi Council and who survived, and it, for me, it was the first time I ever wanted to delve deeper into the Star Wars universe. Exactly, that's what I was precisely going to say. I think it's the first time for a lot of like fans that then went on to think, 
right, oh, oh shit, like there's more to this than just being a, you know, a TV sh- a, a film, sorry. Yeah. Like you then got you know, the countless books, the legends, the canons, you got the stories, you got the spin-offs. Like it's, it was the first time, for, I think for me personally, and it sounds like yourself that I thought, right, okay, this is something I can delve into. It's more than, it's more than a lifestyle. But it's something that yeah, you, can, yeah, you can literally... This is the way. This is the way. Like, you can literally <laughs> sit for hours and end. I don't I don't even know. I don't think probably you do. You might know. I don't know. But, like, I still don't know some of the stories because there's so much, you know, into it. In the oh, no, I, I've not read close to... I mean, obviously, at this point, Legends was canon. So, and I'd not read nowhere near to the point of all the books because you got, you got so many. But that's the thing as well. You read... And you watched and you you learnt about the things that you loved the most, like certain characters. So, like Mace Windu, I bought Shatterpoint, which was one of his books, and um, the Quinlan Voss book, which, were, which we'll get on to later. But that's um, what I think, now with the evolution of the internet and, and, and Reddit in particular being so accessible to everybody, there is now a subreddit for pretty much anything to do with Legends, Canon, Law, like anything. You will find something on it. So, I mean, that's why yeah. it's so much more accessible to the wider audience. Well, whereas when I was growing up sort of with, let's say, Phantom Menace, it was you'd get an annual maybe for Christmas or you'd get like a wiki and for that, Christmas and that, that was all you knew. Yeah, there weren't nothing really crazy out there. Obviously, you had <clears throat> you had the the ones after episode six because you had a lot of... You know, a lot of epi- lot of books after that about Luke and what he did after the Return of the Jedi, but you didn't have too much, to my knowledge, that was prequel wise. And you know, before I mean, I my favorite era of Star Wars is before is like the Old Republic kind of stuff. I wish they'd do a lot more of the Old Republic kind of stuff. You know, with like um, Knights of Old Republic, the games to me were two of the best games that they've ever done star wars wise see my like it's just my like experience with where i think the best sort of time period would be sort of in between like what uh revenge of the sith clone wars and solo like in between that sort of the time period there yeah that's when for me like you've got to pretty much an integral part on the story and you're starting to then branch off into these you know other areas of the universe yeah that's why i loved rogue one so much because you'd always heard in you know the story of the elite unit that went and got the the plans to the Death Star, see, and then now all of a sudden you're seeing it on big screen, and you're like, when I first watched uh, a New Hope, you were like, oh, who are these people that went on this crazy mission to get the plans for the Death Star? And it turns out it were a crazy mission. A brand new, a brand you know, new, a brand new set of cast that's expendable. Uh, uh, yeah, and it was just it was such a well, not that expendable because he's getting his own TV show, isn't he? So. It's got that's got to be a prequel to that that film. Well, this, the, it can't cause. I'm I'm just struggling to think now, like how many times and how many other spin-offs and characters and shows are we going to see that are now going to go back into certain areas and expand on whether it be a legend story or or, or into it, like say a canon or a spin-off of what somebody else has done. Now we have yeah. got, we have got some of those theories coming up later um, to talk in the in, in the show about it, and and I've got a particular. A bit of a strange theory. I don't know if you, I, I've not looked into what Carl's brought up, but my theory in particular takes reverence from the legend side of things. So again, it's going to be interesting to see how this show. We're not going to talk about it, but this show pans out, uh, possibly uh, including this theory. So it'll all make sense later on. Okay. In the I mean, so Star Wars do have a big thing of bringing legends characters back in canon as well. They did it with Bart, Darth Bane in Clone Wars. So you know, he was a legends character that they brought into Clone Wars only for us. 
for a single second they weren't in it much but so well, it I made him canon again down. and then they've done Thrawn as well in Rebels and obviously they mentioned him in the new episode of Mando in the Ahsoka episode so this is why I'm going to get slated by any Star Wars fans that are listening I think Carly knows this but I'm only only just on season two of Clone Wars now and I haven't <sighs> even touched Rebels and I know I, I know because I was never a massive fan of the animated stuff and I, and I wasn't until this year so it's only now that I'm like, right, okay, I'm running out of Star Wars stuff to rewatch. We're not getting anything new. <laughs> like I probably should bat, bat down the hatches to be fair, and watch it. That's why I started watching Clone Wars because there wasn't any more Star Wars out there. And I will give it to you, season one of the Clone Wars and two probably difficult. are a hard watch. Difficult. They're a difficult watch, but three onwards. I mean, the final season of Clone Wars is incredible. Like, the last episode is... Mate. <laughs> See, I, I've, I've managed to avoid... Of the 20-odd years that I've been a Star Wars fan, and God knows how many years that Clone Wars have been out, I've managed to avoid so many spoilers in YouTube videos, but I'm also missing out on quite a bit. So You are missing out on a bit. Like, obviously, us as, when we watched Clone Wars, we had, like, four or five years where we didn't even get the closure of Clone Wars. They just got cancelled and we got Rebels. And then finally, the Star Wars gods gave us the final season last year. And it were to say we'd been waiting for it for so long, it was incredible. Like, it lived up to what I wanted from it I personally. Feel, I feel like I've missed out already. I feel like I'm, I'm struggling. Maybe. The final season is, in my opinion, up there with Mandalorian. Right. So, again, it's going it to happen. But we're still in lockdown, so I don't know why I'm not batting down the hatches. Instead of working on this podcast we're doing. I should bat down the hatches and watch. To be fair, get some you? Star Wars watch. I mean, to be fair, if you message me and went video's going to be a bit late, I'm going to watch some Clone Wars. I won't be too. Won't be too. <laughs> I won't be bothered. <laughs> like, fine, that's fine. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I should do it at the same time. That might work. Yeah. Edit, edit at the same time. Um. So, looking at then our notes and what we got to compare with it. Um. Upcoming sort of TV shows and Star Wars stuff that you're interested in. Now there is a big list here. Um, I've not seen a lot of these. The only ones that I'm really aware of, um, in regards of like series coming out, I was obviously going to do the Obi Wan series. Um, there's some news on that as well. You brought this to my attention a couple of days ago. Yeah, there's a uh, the place where they're filming it. The where is where was it again? Uh, Little Marlow in Buckinghamshire. So I mean, down. Yeah. I'm not really funny. This is so apparent. Uh, somebody somebody pointed this out to me earlier. We're northern. If you can't already get it from the accent, or we miss words out, or speak fast, <laughs> we're northern. Right? Up north, they say. Northern. We're northern. Uh, up north, though. Up north. So we miss words out. <laughs> Specifically, we're from Derbyshire. Derbyshire. We're from Derbyshire. So again, we do have a bit of a funny accent. Uh, we do get compared to some farmers sometimes. So farmer boy. Farmer boy Luke. Ardo. There we go. And A up. So we're getting compared to it. But yeah, Buckinghamshire. So a bit. I mean, to be honest with you. Like most of these people who probably have a problem with the area, and and, and to relate you back to the news, sorry, that there is people and residents in Buckinghamshire, specifically the the town Little Mar, I think it's Little Marlow, Little Marlow. Um, it, like it's that. an abandoned quarry anyway, and I understand yeah. why people are getting annoyed. Uh, like, uh, what's it like nature, and they're going to destroy land and stuff. I get it, I understand that. However, Star Wars is funny. Yeah, I mean, my opinion on it is, is when I read the article, it were, they were mostly complaining about light pollution and traffic. 
So I pulled up a Daily Mail of all sources um, to look yeah. at, and it, and it stated that they're going to they're worried about going to light pollution, they're worried about noise, and they're worried about traffic, and also the environmental aspect to it. But now, have you got that picture, uh, that overhead picture, next to you? Uh, I've just loaded it up, so I kind of look it. I will pop it on screen for everybody. Who wants there to is no it. houses in any small radius to that quarry. I mean. <laughs> The thing, so, the thing is, from from looking at the photo, I mean, it is a drone photo, and, and the perspective can be a little bit off. There is a road to the top left, but even then, it's woodland around you. Have you? Yeah. Have they ever had a fair come to town or anything like that? When we have a t- no, that's what fair, I was thinking. I think Jesus Christ, you can hear it literally probably two, three miles radius. Yeah, I know, right? Come and try and live here for it. <laughs> on a Saturday when footballs on. <laughs> exactly. Come and live at end with footballs on. You can't. You can't it's it. I think it's just people that have lived in a quiet area all their life, and then they've never experienced this before. And then it, you know, I don't think they're doing. They're not doing anything wrong. If someone turned to me and went, if if Carol come down, oh, oh, oh start kicking off. Well, what are they filming, Carol? Star Wars. I'm like, I'm absolutely one hundred percent fine with that. Have you seen what Star Wars does for places? If people know that that's where Star Wars was filmed, the tourist stuff that will have what. Do you know what I mean? You will make... All it takes now is for little Marlow, for somebody... Again, we're very good at this at the gallery, of popping business ideas up, but all it takes is somebody to make a cafe or a cafe. small greasy spoon called something, I don't know, the cantina or something like that. The cantina. Reference, yeah. You have banged. You are making You've made bulk. some great money. And you've clearly got loads anyway because you live in a nice little rural <laughs> village that you can't complain about football. So get over it. It'll be done in a couple of years. I think it's the fact that they said it was going to be like three years that it were there for. So, I mean, to be honest, three seasons is like fair play to landowner. I'm just keen for the the, the series. So, it is, yeah. I, I just I I think people are just moaning for the sake of moaning at that point. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, the, but, the scenes itself, like, I mean. You can sit probably if if people are that close to the area, you could sit out your back garden, like back garden or roof or whatever, and see a Star Wars set, or you can see yeah. see you know famous actors, Ewan McGregor, Liam. Uh, Ewan McGregor yeah, just you could like imagine seeing that guy walking down the street going for a butty like it's a good photo yeah. opportunity. Why did you come to work today, Carl? Oh, I was just sat watching Star Wars set all day, mate. Similar to you know what I mean. <laughs> Star Wars podcast similar to, to Batman in, in Liverpool. It's exactly the same what people did yeah. there. Like, miss school, miss whatever to see Batman. Like, to go and see it, like it's a big thing. It's a big like. Don't treat it as pollution and stuff like that. Treat it like celebrate that it's happening. That they've chose where you live to film. It's not like there's someone, some random kids just filming a a low budget film in Quarry. You know, it's Disney. <laughs> Filming Star Wars. In a disused quarry. A, a message notification to anyone who lives in Little Marlow. Sort yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Sort it straight up. It was a quarry before, out. so clearly someone were there digging it out. That was noisier than what, what Star someone Wars filming Star Wars is going to be. IRL blasters <laughs> kicking off. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Well, if you read the rest of the article, someone mentions that they don't want an intergalactic war kicking off in their small That's, rural town. I... At that point, is somebody taking the piss, or is someone actually? Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Anyway, on to I'm done with Buckinghamshire and all these kids. You've had it, Carl. You've had it. I'm, don't subscribe. I'm um, not joking. Subscribe. So, yeah, please do. Please do. Definitely. Uh, we we need to start pushing that as well. We need to start pushing subscribers. Um, so we see the end of Mandalorian, uh, season two. The end. The ending. We do see a tiny little snippet. Uh, the book of Boba, don't we? 
and they sat in uh, yes. the ta- sat in Tatooine. We don't only see a, a very small pickup, but it's it's something to come off. Now I've not researched anything to do with the book of Boba because again I don't really want to ruin the story for me as such. Have you looked into it? I anything? mean, there's not much to research. All we know is that that he he, he probably what he's going to be doing is is taking over Jabba's crime syndicate. That's you know, which is always kind of been a on the fence with it. I wouldn't say a bad guy, but he likes his money. Yeah, so I mean, you know what I mean. Even, so. even when we compare like uh, the end of the trilogy and where you've got Boba, I read an article on Reddit about this of where somebody's com- you know, comparing Boba com- uh, to, to Vader and like why they work together as such. Now, is he's always been on the bad side. I mean, that's I mean, you can see the red border around me. You can see the Boba hat and, and the favorite character at the top left. Now, that he sits on the fence with it, like. I, you wouldn't see him in Mandalorian realistically. I know Mando again sits on the fence of it, but you really wouldn't see him helping people out if he had a bad bone in his body, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I just I think he's got morals still. Um, I, I just I think he likes the money, and he will do. You know, if you come to him for a good reason to give him some money, he'll do it. If you come and you say and assassinate someone, the price is right. Bob will do it. Have, do you know what I mean? I now, think that's. Have we now seen though? A turn in his personality from the end of season two of Mando in the way that this will portray in the book, in the in the way that now Boba is like, he's kind of maybe he's turned a page, maybe he's decided that this is right, okay, this is the way I'm gonna go, or this is. I the think way. so. I think I, th- I think what they'll try and do is portray him as the crime syndicate big bad guy, but also try and play on his little strings a little bit that he is kind of a good guy inside i read an i read something about him and like does he hate does he still hate the jedi because obviously he watched luke. you know we got chucked into the sarlacc pit by luke and he watched mace windu chop his dad's head off so, so I mean, the the thing the thing the, the reoccurring thing there is is that again are we going to see a jedi pop the face up in book that's what see but who could it be could could one man make a return? See, now now we're kicking off all sorts of shit theories that are probably not going to come into fruition. Probably not. But again, like, does he hate the Jedi? I don't know. He worked for Vader. Vader was once Anakin. You know, like... So, do, it... so does it sort of portray that... Again, is there is there a different side to a person? Is this person now going to be able to work on both sides? If I was a bounty hunter, I mean, God forbid, if you offered me 20 grand to do something and I was a bounty hunter at that time, I'd work for anybody. It didn't matter if you're a Jedi yeah, or not. Like, that's, I, kill, I think kill that's, my dad that's aside the point, or not, it doesn't it? matter. Like, money's money yeah. at the end of the day. And I think that's what I think the, that's the, the bounty hunters look at. Money is money. Because I think that's what Mando tried to do in season one as well. It was like, you know, I'll do anything with the, gro- the whole Grogo, like, you know, it's a good thing or is it a bad thing? And Mando chose the path of to save Grogu rather than, you know, him assassinate take, him. So, or flog him off or yeah. do a, Yeah. So, it's quite easy. He again, could have took the amount of Beskar he wanted and gone, like. Well, yeah, he could have just left Grogu to buy, what's his name? I can't remember that droid's name. IG? IG 88? 88, yeah, IG 88. So, you know, it's all a moral. I, I think personally, we bother. He'll always be a character that just rides the the edge yeah, of s- good s- and bad sitting on the wave of what good and evil is or, or yeah. uh, light and dark however want to go with that um okay so looking into then so if we don't already know from the gallery carl is a manager a, a, in famous game store in the uk uh, not to mention no names over here or not so carl and myself bonded originally over uh, a, a love of games um i used to work for him back in the day 
Uh, not it didn't work for me. It worked with me. Well, I mean, at that point, I wasn't. Still, like, uh, still at that point, I you were a leadership role in. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Regards to that point, we both love games, and we still do. Um, we both love games and films. Now, looking at what the news has come from Star Wars, uh, in particular, sort of Lucas Arts, <laughs> is that EA no longer have the rights to Star Wars. Is that a good Thank. thing? Is that a bad thing? It's 150,000% a great thing. Not saying that, you know, EA haven't made good Star Wars games, because uh, Jedi Fallen Order One of is the best Star Wars in my... Games, yeah. yeah, I love that game. Star Wars Battlefront 2 now is not a bad game. It had a rocky start. Uh, and when I say rocky, a, hell of a, a rocky very start. rocky start. To the point where if, like, I didn't now, touch it for the first year, but yeah. Yeah, but now it's a good game. So they've not done terrible with with Star Wars games. I just think the EA philosophy on games is not great. No. And I don't think it, sh it works in a Star Wars universe. I'm just hoping that Lucasfilm Games banner now just doesn't go to one studio again and say, you're the only ones because, that are allowed yeah, to make this game. You've only got the rights to that single-handed game. Yeah. I want different studios making different Star Wars games because then you get different genres of Star, Star Wars games, you, you know. Back to the Somebody days where sort wanna... of like Sims had the rights for it and and, and like yeah. you've got Battlefront, original Battlefront coming out and then you've got spin-offs like uh, the Bounty Hunter games. Like That's the point yeah. where different studios and it's so integral to the Star Wars universe and bringing new customers and new fan bases into it that then it will jump on this hype with us and ride the train yeah. of Star Wars. So I, I think it's a Agreed. fantastic thing to happen. I do as well. Because you know you've got your studios that are that focus on first person shooters. Why you know have them do a first person shooter Star Wars? Have your your third person MMO people do? It? Do you know what I mean? Like you, you send your your projects to the companies that are going to make the best product that they can make. And I know it didn't work too well before the EA stuff. We had a lot of stuff, but Star Wars seems to be doing the thing now where quality control is important it feels it's not just good you can to be a star wars fan and I yeah I couldn't, it does. I couldn't it... say that two years ago no two years ago no, it was like, right, the... you're a closet star mm. wars fan like you know what i mean you're on the... well, two years ago we had last jedi so well exactly this is one point <laughs> two years ago you were like right i'm a star wars fan of you like it, it was never like oh, okay i'm a star wars fan like now it feels really good to be a Star Wars fan. To the amount of content, yeah. they, they, it's at the forefront of everything that's coming out now. The media, technology, the the technical standpoint for Mandalorian, for example, and just this this now new access to studios being able to pick up Star Wars games is going to change the way that yeah. we now see Star Wars for the foreseeable future. So I am excited for the com one because they've announced one company that are making a Star Wars game. I doubt and I it's. Doubt it's Ubisoft. Right, okay. Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's the it's the company. Apparently, what I read just before we started this, it's the company that made the division. Right. Okay. So, so I think it's it. Ubisoft. I Mon division one. Really enjoyed that. Some at Montreal. I can't remember the name. Um, they're a subsidiary of Ubisoft anyway, and right. they make the division games. So now, me personally, I have I love games like The Division, Destiny. Anthem could probably be thrown in there because I think Anthem had potential, but that's not we're not going to that. But them looter shooter games, yeah, if that makes sense. I love them kind of games. Now you had looter shooter with Star Wars, 
me building my own. You pick the Sith, you pick the Jedi, you pick a bounty hunter. Kind of like KOTOR. Your own, like, faction, but... you start running, sort of... Uh, think, yeah. Think oh, of, like, bro. Think of, like, a, um, a woe. But Star Wars, and now that—that's what I've got in my head. I don't know if that's how, uh, that's what they've. Well, advertised. you've got, you've got. Now it's at Old Republic now, the PC MMO, yeah, yeah. which is very similar to WoW. But I, you know, I would say Destiny, Destiny, and games like that are probably half of what WoW are. They're not as intricate and they're not as deep, and you know. But that also they're made, that for, also, con- they're made for console. Yeah, but that also if that makes it, sense. It, uh, games like specifically, and obviously this is not a game podcast, but games specifically like World of Warcraft, for a new player base like me, I've only touched it every. I touched classic years ago. It's very hard to get back into that. So, yeah, you, so I, you, you like what? Yeah, exactly. So I hope <laughs> that Star Wars and Ubisoft don't do something straight away too crazy. Do something like Destiny, where season one somebody can jump on it, no matter who you are, wherever you are, you can jump on it, and then start building yep. on that. And bringing out new seasons and season passes and whatever you want to to bring new yeah. customers up to date. So I mean, de- you'll, that's exactly what I want. You'll be I able want to say it with more Destiny, like Destiny like... and less like WoW, more like Division and Destiny, less like World of Warcraft and Knights Old Republic. That's already out. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for the Star Wars games. It should be. I've got. I just hope stuff, one other thing, I just don't hope stuff like Jedi Fallen Order doesn't get canned now. I hope we do get a sequel to that game and things like that. Because Are we uh, going to see Cal pop up in anything cinema-wise? Yeah, yeah, because I want to see with the story of Cal now. Cal could so easily pop up in, you know, in the new season of Mando, he could pop up in Book of Boba Fett. There's so much that he could pop up in now. And I think that's the reason why they use the actual face of the actor rather than, you know... So we can just jump into other... Because it's easy to do, you know... Again, with, with, with the, the the way that games now have gone into the forefront of, uh, of different engines and creating stuff where you can actually have somebody look like... Uh, you know, like Hayden out of um, and, and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Like, it actually, after a few remodels, like, the character actually looks like the character from Revenge like of the them. Sith. Like, yeah. it, it, you're down to, to the point now with games are becoming so realistic. Where is the divide between a game and a movie? So... You could you could be one minute okay. watching the movie and then you could be the next minute playing the video game of the movie. Katie Sackhoff is the prime example of you know in Clone Wars she she's in that as a CGI character and then she's in Mando. So you, you know the, and it's just so easy to it... just you don't need you just cast that person straight in put them in your film and you've got you've got Cal Kestis or you've got you know so I'm excited. Star Wars video games are looking good. Looking the good. future is bright. The future is bright for it Star Wars, is. you hear it there. Um, I, a quick question before we jump on to the next topic. Um, what is your thoughts then on, let's say, a character getting recast? Let's say now in Obi-Wan, let's say they didn't release like Liam and say, oh, okay, do you want to come back and play this? So what happens if they recast that role? What's your opinion on that? I'm not all right with it. You're not all right with it? And is that from no. a, a nostalgia base, or is that for like right? Okay, that's not right at all. I just think because what they'd have theoretically if they couldn't recast him because he's what like forty. Liam Neeson, how old is he now? Like forty nine. Oh, he's older than that. No, he's uh, older than that. I'm sure I'm right. Well, not forty nine. Fifty nine. It might be fifty nine. I'm sure he's nearly sixty or seventy. One of the two. I read today. Liam Neeson's got to be older than that. Sixty nine. Google it. Fact check me really quick. Sixty nine. That's what I'm saying. But it's getting to the point now where. Obviously, 68, mate. 68, so nearly 70. So that's what I'm getting at. Like, that character now, how far can you push the Obi-Wan series 
and to the point where you've got to kill him off again or you've got to remove him from the universe because you can't recast that character. See, the beauty of Star Wars is, so you could still keep using Liam Neeson, but his character's dead, so he only ever has to be a force ghost. Anyway. You know, so, well, I mean, Liam Neeson never learned how, he never completed his training, so he could never be a force ghost anyway. So he can only talk through the force, so that's why you never see him as a ghost. So I just, I'm okay with casting... When you want to go back to prequels, like the younger casting of Han Solo, fine with, and ever and the rumor is Sebastian Stan being a young Luke, I'm actually fine with that as well. It's recasting when you don't need to recast. Because then it flips. Is... The reason why I bring that up is because then it flips onto the segue for the next or one of the ending subjects and um, talking about sort of Mandalorian. You know, the end of the season. Now that's the reason I bring it up. Because there is some people and there is some live reviews and we didn't jump on this because we wasn't a thing, well, we weren't a collective uh, when when the last episode of Mando came out. So, spoiler warning ahead. If you've not watched it, be aware we're going to spoil it. Go watch it. Yeah, Pause. The, go watch it. Go, go <laughs> elsewhere. We'll give you a second. Go elsewhere because <laughs> we are going to spoil certain areas of characters coming back. So, hopefully people have gone now if you've not watched it. So, what I'm talking about in particular is Luke and his CGI back into the ending scene of Mando. Now, I lost my shit. As soon as I saw the green saber and the black glove, I lost my shit. Like, that, to me, I, I'm okay with the bit of bookie CGI that went on. And obviously, he didn't have a lot of dialogue because it would have been quite hard to recast Luke's older voice into uh, into Mando. I, I assume. I, mean, I never know if Mark Hamill, uh, I think he's doing, um, what's he doing now? Oh, uh, There'll be something Batman. No, it's not. It's um, with Kevin Smith. What is it? Uh, Grey Skull. Uh, he Man. Jesus Christ. He Man. Why didn't I say that? Oh, so right. he, he's playing Skeletor in He Man. So okay. Now, could they recast his voice? Could they do more things with him in, in in future episodes of Mando? Are we going to see that pop up? Is that going to be coming in you season see, in, no, in season three? You see, I'd be fine with Luke being recast as Sebastian Stan in the next season. I feel like. Like I went back, it's, ca- it's recasting people for the sake of recasting people. You can't just keep using that bookie CGI. Which you've seen but quite that regular. bookie CGI was okay for that last season to just give the fans the little something that they... The you know, it was the loot. Yeah, the, it was the loot that we always deserved and we got that milk-drinking piece of shit in <laughs> Last Jedi, which... Scraggy, that just, scraggy farm, man. Yeah, look like you've been. A, we don't, it, that's not even Luke Skywalker. A they gave like I think John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni just knew that we that had to be a CGI for that final season, and whether it goes to Sebastian Stan in the next season, I'm still fine with that because it was a it was more fan service if anything. You, you, you know what you I mean? Sort of giving back to your fan base that that thoroughly. Yeah, just give you like. Mark Hamill for that little bit, and then we'll go to Sebastian Stan. It's what we deserved. It's what we all wanted. We all wanted to see Mark Hamill as a young Luke Skywalker, absolutely destroying everybody. Do you know what I mean? And we got it. I, so I, now I rewatched I, it today. Just in fact, I watched most of it, and then that last scene for me, it's the force push of the big like container, and he was, and I'm like, oh shit. It, Bro, his head, my favorite straight on his head. Oh, brilliant! Loved it. See, mine's the the force crush. Oh, mate, he, on the... he knew it was coming as well. The suspense of the force that. crush was incredible. It's so good. Like, I don't. I, I said to you earlier, I wish I'd recorded myself watching that. Normally, for season finales, I always record myself watching a season finale. This is why Star Wars and, and Coffee's here reason, now. So. 
Yeah, for some reason I didn't do it for Star Wars. I don't know why. I've got all the recordings of Game of Thrones and stuff like that on my computer. She didn't do it for Star Wars, and I really, because I lost my. As soon as I saw that X Wing, and. There's one X Wing. Cora Dune what, what, says, what, what, one X Wing, we're all saved. And I was like, you fucking are saved, duck. Don't worry about that, because I know who's in that. So, 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 <laughs> like, to be fair, the, the scene that you see the Dark Troopers all turn around and you start hearing the dubstep was done so well. Like, I was yeah. thinking, Jesus Christ, has Lucas, Lucas started, started uh, sort of pushing it's, a bit of dubstep in here? You know what I mean? Like, getting up, getting up with the also, trend. It also makes that scene more menacing that you know how powerful the person is in that X-Wing that a robot stops doing what he's doing and turns round because danger is imminent. And AI Do you know what I mean? Is like, oh, shit. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> There's a bad mofo in that X-Wing <laughs> and he's coming to kill us. <laughs> also, also, I mean, they were a bit with art. I wonder, I've not scoured the internet for this bit either, which is, I knew not spoke to you about this, but there's a bit where, um, just before they're leaving and you see Grogo sort of turning around and that sad back look, uh, back, back, back looking at Mando. And it's just before that scene there where you've got R2 and R2's doing the excited, you know, bebop that he does. Well, I wonder so, what he's saying to, to, to So Grogu there is a theory that R2 and Grogu know each other. Right, is that from the Jedi Temple or is that from... That's from, yeah, from the Jedi Temple. I did, I saw something and I only saw it in passing by and never read it. And I'll try and find it for the next one. But somebody, it were, the title of it was like the theory as to why R2 and Grogu actually really know each other. Because they, like, Grogu goes up to him as if, as if he's remembered something. Yeah. And R2, like you said, beeps as if he knows who Grogu is. And which we know that Grogu has problems and as push this force and, and the memories deep down inside of himself to, to essentially save himself. Like, so we know that yes. memories are there. Are we going to get to tell what it is? Which also plays into my theory that it might not be true. Well, if you want to, do you want to kick us off then? Um, so the reason with, that, so my theory that, well, it's not my theory personally, it's by a Redditor called the real Gun, Gundam Bale. So <laughs> if you're watching, I actually rate enjoyed this theory and I think it could be true. So there's a there were a Jedi called Quinlan Voss and he was the apprentice of Count Dooku. Um he was classed as a like he was a really good stealth assassin kind of Jedi. He was so he were good at tracking and things like that. So he always got sent on like criminal underworld missions to assassinate people in criminal underworld and things like that. Um, there's an episode in Clone Wars where Obi-Wan meets him for the first time and right, they tried okay. to catch Cad Bane. Um, that's the only time he's ever you've ever seen him physically in Star Wars. But then there is... So, in the book Dark Acolytes, he is sent to assassinate Count Dooku. He falls in love with Sarge Ventress, that's also from the Clone Wars, and turns to the Sith, turns to Darkseid. Which you see quite regular then, happen in Star Wars, especially when it comes to yes. relationships. So this this is all going somewhere. So this is this is why I think. Um, so he falls in love with Ventress. Um, then Dooku kills Ventress, and Quinlan doesn't strike Dooku down. In the dark, in the dark side of the force, that's how he redeems himself. Essentially, he he doesn't push himself further to fully go to the dark side of the force, and then he comes back to the light side. But this also means that he is trained in the ways of the dark side. You know, He's now we've all seen it that 
characters are more powerful when they use dark side techniques, i.e. Mace Windu, very close, his lightsaber form, Vapard, I think it's Vapard, um, is close to using dark side, that's why his saber's purple, blah, blah, blah. But this would explain as to how he survived Order 66 as well, you know, he's in the, and he, so basically, he's the, I'll read the whole thing out, suggest that it, Quinlan Vos, who saved Grogu from a certain death on Coruscant, it's about their claim. The Redditor argues that due to his extensive experience working undercover, Vos would have been uniquely equipped to sneak into the Jedi Temple and get Grogu out of there, as well as keep him alive and hidden afterward. Grogu was also being guarded by Nyctos when he was found by Din Djarin in the Mandalorian pilot, many of whom typically work for the Hutt clan, the criminal underworld stuff, so he would have close ties to the Hutt clan. Um, but yeah, so that's my theory as to who he is and why he's capable of saving Grogu, yeah. personally. I think, and the the fact that Mandalorian loves to do this thing that bring you character. They're not scared of bringing in characters that not everybody knows. No, you know, right. the films are all were all about. Yeah, let's bring your Landos back. Let's bring your hands back. Let's bring your Luke's and your Leia's back. Whereas the series, are, Whereas, the series will expand on that sort of legend yes. side of things and kind of and bring. Where Mandalorian in. were a bit, bit more like, you know, this. I mean, Mandalorian even brought back the the coffee maker from Cloud City. You know, they're, they're not scared to bring back the. It's the ones if, that the hardcore fans know. The, if you, you know, know, you know, so, sort of thing. But you also yeah. can bypass that and have no idea who that is. And you I have no idea who it is. And you just, like, you know, if Quinlan Voss came back, he's just a Jedi that's turned up. And then you go and, you know, oh, they say it's Quinlan Voss, then you go research. But then for the hardcore thing. fans, you know who it is straight away. You're like, that's Quinlan Voss, you know. And then it all makes sense. And that's my, well, not my theory. The real Gundam Bales there, and I. I would like to see that one come through. True. See, I, mine's, if not mine's that. a little bit different to that. Um, and and, and it, we're ending the podcast pretty much on theories about like Grogu and such. And that's why we segued into it. Now, your theory's a little bit different to mine. Mine plays on, a bit on the legend side of things. And, and we're all mm -hmm. speculating here what's going to happen sort of after Mandalorian now. Um, or, or into the future, sort of how it's going to play out. Now, we start off with a theory that I found on Reddit and I also found this on YouTube as well, but it's when Ahsoka is first talking to baby Yoda. So we, then we hear him, we hear Ahsoka, her, sorry, um, say Yoda. You see Grogu make the, yeah. the, the cute little look to the camera, the, the nod, the, the, the manner. As to he knows who Yoda he knows is. Him. And as I said before on the podcast, he's got to the point now where he's pushed so many memories and stuff inside of him that it's going to be really hard to unlock that. And bring that back up and sort of just be who he, you know, as powerful as he once was. Um, now, so we, we, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna do what you did now and forget where I'm looking at. But uh, she mentioned uh, she turns into. Um, so she, it looks like that he may recognise Yoda um, or, or is related. Now, could Yoda be the dad or father to Baby Yoda? And this is where my theory now is. Comes this in. the Yaddle theory? Before we go on, this any is further. the Yaddle theory. So you might have heard about. Is this about the Yaddle Yoda. Anakin? Is this the Yaddle Anakin so theory, the theory by any yeah, chance? Yes. So essentially, Carl's put it into a nutshell there. With um, so Yaddle and Obi Wan. And... Carry on, because it is a great theory. To be fair, yeah. it is. It's in my top three. So Yaddle, Obi Wan, so and Anakin go off to basically uh, to a mission to, to get some sort of like essentially a, a terrorist bomb in in, in the new world. Um, I'm really summing this up as quick as I can, but this is in the uh, the Jedi quest books. Now, 
once they're trying to collect this bioware um the silver can the canister that is the bioware she's sort of like using the force to float above um, i can't remember what city they're in but they're, she's essentially saving the galaxy from impendable doom at this point um we get to the point now where it's going to get imploded I, I i forget the guy's name um i've butchered this already what's his name now he's been in a couple of things he might have been in clone wars essentially somebody's going to detonate this bioware uh and yaddle's got a, cho a choice to make now so does he say does she save sorry uh, does she save the anakin who's essentially going to be one of the most powerful jedi you know known to man or does she let her you know things happen and we all die like what's going to happen dun, dun, dun. let him die well <laughs> depends which side of the force you sit on there. let um, him die so, star wars finished completed so the it, end essentially, essentially what happens is it sort of implodes uh, on Yaddle. Now, then she simply disappears, and that's sort of the, ledge I, the, the legend story. So when we come to Order 66 and we see that Anakin is obviously going to kill all the, the, the foundlings and stuff, is he then going to not, I wouldn't say save Baby Yoda or Grogu, because at that point when you're so far into the Sith, saving somebody is, is going to be a bit like right okay you're not going to become one of the most powerful jedi known to man if, if you're going to save somebody you, you've not you've not been that far converted if you are saving somebody yeah however but he has only just been turned this is what i'm saying however your mother which he probably knows at that point your mother has saved your life so do you repay yeah. and we've seen that throughout star wars where somebody will repay the pay no, the debt no matter what side of the force one will repay the debt however if we know from revenge of the sith anakin he's not really that bothered is he? let's be honest that guy ain't bothered so <laughs> my, my story comes there with the fact that are we going to see the, the play into into the new mandalorian scenes are we going to get the the yaddle theory are we going to get some more sides and depth into to grogu or is it just now going to solely focus on, on on purely mandalorian i i think They've got to. I, I like that theory, by the way. I I gen, that is in my top three. FYI, I've it is in my top three theory. theories. I've got um, that theory. Just, just if if you want to find I out more that, about it, then we'll we'll link it. Trust me. There is that. I read that theory, and I was actually really intrigued by it because it does make sense. As you know, she saves Anakin. Then, if Anakin knows that Grogu is her son, love child, then love child with Yoda, uh, then he would technically. At that at that time, his emotions might overcome him and just be like, right, yeah, I'll leave that. But then know? we also because we... we don't know, we don't know as well. We don't know at what point he sees Grogu in the. If that is the case, you know, it may he it may be he sees Grogu and then he goes and kills the younglings. So in you the know? in the Kylo Ren comics, it's it's very it's very similar sort of thing. We get Kylo sort of sitting on the side of the Force and whether to do yeah. something destructive or not. Now, it's one of the things with this theory that we say um i can't remember the main characters in the jedi council but it's one that's going to be extinct and i think we we commonly know that jedi are not really allowed to reproduce or or whatnot like it's it's never happened unless it's given a specific reason i.e the, the origin yeah. or the spe species is going to die out now what we do see in phantom menace is that yaddle is very frail yoda's getting to the point where he is also very frail so do we get to is that now the Jedi Council thinking, right, okay, so let's let these two people reproduce and this is why we get Grogu? Or... Yeah, maybe, because we've never seen... That's the only time we'd ever seen Yoda's species outside You'd of see it Grogu. Three, yeah, three times. Was three Yaddle. Times. Yaddle, yeah. Yoda, and... So, Baby. I'm presuming, because George 
big Georgie boy won't tell us anything about Yoda's species, which I don't even think he knows anything about no, Yoda's species. He just can't come up with a good idea. That's the reason he's not said anything. Like, Shit, not, I, I but, didn't write it down 30 years ago, so I can't say Yeah, so now. let's just yeah, let's just make it mysterious now. <laughs> I've lost that notepad. Give it speculation. Um, there we go. Yeah, so... I. You know, like I'm on that I'm on that board of are they a species that are dying out? Let's let them reproduce because the other guy on the, the guy Jedi Big Council, forehead, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's he's allowed to reproduce um, because uh, yeah, his species is about dying. Because well. he has yeah, he's about five wives, doesn't he? And yeah, he's just banging bears, just banging bears left, right, and centre. So this is the other thing. <laughs> so, though, this again has just popped in my head with that theory. Are we going to see other people that are like Grogu? Are we going to see others? Brothers, sisters, are we gonna? Is it uncommon for them just to have one child? That species could could make yeah. like, like rabbits. We could see thousands they could. Of, of them. Imagine a scene with that a thousand baby Yodas all doing the same thing. God, <laughs> stuff of nightmares. Disney are making Disney are making money. They they like Smurfs, but baby Yodas. You get an animated series <laughs> that's just Smurf but baby Yoda. You get one with a tab that's up and one with a tab that's down. That one's thirty quid. D- defect. One with a nose ring. That one's thirty quid. One that's got a t-shirt on. He's thirty quid. Punk, punk baby Yoda, goth baby Yoda. Yeah, making some bad money. Make as many baby Yodas as we can, so we can make bank at Disney. So, again, but yeah, so everything's theory at, at this point in time, and I think that's. I would. Karen, sorry. No, so I would like to see the theory of a Jedi saving him come true. I would, whoever it may be, I want to see it be a Jedi and a Jedi that can return. That's why the only reason I don't like that theory is that because there's a theory that it could be Mace Windu because he says survived the fall and then he goes back to the the temple to save Baby Yoda because he knows he would be as strong as what Yoda is. Um, I want to see a Jedi return. I want my problem is is I just want to see Jedi's all the time. (laughs) As as you can see, he's he's on the he's on the uh, the right hand side of this podcast. Uh, yes. with, with blue and obi above him so again for me i'd love to see so i don't know i'd love to see annie there i'd love to i'd love to see something pop up into it something a bit more dark and mysterious as we saw you know like i'd like to see characters in a bit i see on i say in both but i sit on a fence with it. i like to see both sides of it i like to see the point where there is a bit of problem but you know the ending's always going to be happy but I just put to you on this point as well. So obviously, Baby Yoda's gone on to with Luke, which Luke goes on to obviously form the new Jedi Order, yep. which Kylo tears down. Yep, in the comics. Does Kylo kill Grogu? I mean, I don't. I'm going to go back and read the comics because I only read them last year. But there's nothing <laughs> in there. I swear, the Yoda species. But do you know what I mean? Does Kylo kill Grogu? That's. I, I mean, but that's where to me, I think. Obviously, I think personally, the next season of Mando, Grogu and Mando will reunite. Got it's got to. He's not gonna. St- he's not gonna stay with Luke forever. Luke, for some reason, is gonna have to bring Man uh, Grogu back to Mando. For some reason, I don't know why. The, the, but the characters are too intertwined. To the, the, the yes, got to, they they've made such a staple, and even you see on Carl's screen now with a staple with you know the Grogu stuff, like the pop figures, and like they've made such a staple out of Grogu now and Baby Yoda that, that story cannot just finish there. And I think they're yeah. wrong to do so. I don't originally think that Grogu was supposed to make it out oh, of season hell one no, personally, but he sold that much merch that it was you know inevitable. Let's. 
yeah, it's inevitable you've got to keep Grogo in this series because he is now, to me, a, an integral part of Mandalorian. As much as Mandalorian is about Mando, how, Gro- how it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same without Grogu. Grogu gives it, like, Mando plays a really good job of showing the emotions without seeing his face and what have you, but Grogu helps with that as well. He gives you them little, oh, moments. And, you know, when he looks at him and you can tell that the way that he's looking at at Grogu through the mask and things like that, it just, I think it brings more emotion to the show, if that makes sense. And I think the the bottom line, and I think especially where we should leave it, the bottom line at the minute with Star Wars and Mandalorian is that it's brought so many households so much joy and it's made it so accessible for new Star Wars fans to jump on to the Star Wars bandwagon and bring the what we love to the limelight of media again. Yeah. Back where it yeah. belongs. So Personally, Mandalorian is the best Star Wars has ever been. I can that's my personal opinion. It, I don't think there's been a better Star Wars project as much as i love the films and what have you just mandalorian is just incredible at a standpoint from cinema purely cinema standpoint i I get what we we did with the forefront of the original trilogy i like it literally was the epitome of media back then however we live in 2021 now and shit's just got real like the the galleria the 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 behind the scenes stuff that you know is on disney plus if you've not watched it to do with mandalorian is phenomenal when they go into the aspects of how things are created and they and they take into consideration star wars history that's what's great about it the this the way they and you can tell every person that is working on that project loves star wars and they want to do star wars justice they're not kathleen kennedy that's just there to make a bit of money do you know what i mean it's literally or ryan johnson (laughs) (laughs) let's not talk ryan johnson i mean jj didn't do jj didn't do much better but i mean i'll let jj off i mean a guy did star trek let's be honest yeah I mean, I like. I'll, oh, don't this say, is not don't a true. No, <laughs> we just lost eight uh, yeah, subscriber base. Like John, I mean John Favreau. Let's be honest, is the man. I wouldn't be surprised now he, if we see Favreau directing a new film potentially. I I would say the same. Yeah. I mean, a man that brought the Marvel cin- brought he brought you the Marvel Cinematic Universe and saved the Star Wars universe at the same time. He's a knighthood, I think. Bow down to wait, John Favreau. And also, can cook a mean meal. That guy yeah, cook a chef. mean meal. <laughs> multi-talented. Like, multi-talented. He's absolutely incredible. Like You can just tell that they love Star Wars and the way they took, like I say, the, the Star Wars coffee machine you know you know about the guy in cloud city that's just running through cloud city with the coffee, coffee machine, machine. Isn't, that, isn't it like an actually uh the machine it's a really hard I'm sure it's a really hard oh, it's a really hard coffee machine to get and apparently i didn't know this but people go to comic-con and people dress up as him and it, everything so i'm sure it's like an but, ice cream machine or something isn't it oh no yeah, it's an ice cream maker not a coffee machine yeah, an I'm ice cream maker get, like, that's I'm, it i'm like coffee like, no, yeah, it's an ice cream maker, but then obviously they use it. It's what Mando carries his his Beskar in. It, it's hard to get just all of them, stuff apparently. like that. You know, if you see that, like I didn't know about it, but as a Star Wars, if I'd have ever dropped, dressed up as that guy, and then I'm watching Mando and he walks in with my my like, ice cream machine, you'd be oh my god, 
<laughs> this is the thing. It's got it's got something for everybody, and that's why I'm so excited for Star Wars Future. Like there is something yeah. for everybody. Just, give, just let John Favreau deal with. If, if, if you want to do Star Wars, you've got to go through Favreau and Filoni. That's it. That's there, my opinion. There, on it. There's a parting words. If you want to go through uh, Favreau and Filoni, you've got a Star Wars. If not, you ain't making shit. <laughs> You ain't making shit. They've got, got to sign it off. The God, they've fully, they've took the throne of being Godfathers of Star Wars, and I think that's what yeah. we'll see in the future. I agree. I agree. Any parting words before we close this episode, out, Carl? Uh, no, no, not really. Again, the thank only you. ones I, I say I, is, uh... I'm so happy, and for all the interaction that we've got at the minute, I'm really, really pleased, and people are sticking towards this, and I hope this webcast goes down well. Again, I, I say it every single time when it comes to you know, creating content. I'm so excited for the future. Lockdown is still upon us, but when it's not, there is so much more coming. Um, so, yes. yes, again. And when lockdown's off, like, I've got people, you know, you think I like Star Wars and Ash likes Star Wars. I mean, I'll get my the roommate that I live with at the moment. He is absolute. If you want a Star Wars, walking Star Wars Wikipedia, he is the man. So this is the you thing. Know, so we're, we'll try and, we are only two we'll try and get people on that love Star Wars. However, there is... It, the thing with Star Wars is there's always going to be something knows more than you. So I'm learning stuff. Yeah. Carl's going to learn stuff. We're going to try and get some Star Wars invite guests on. Carl's like roommate or whatnot. Like maybe even some popular people like, I don't know, some mm -hmm. famous, I guess. We can always try. So please stick with us. This is a, this is a new thing and we're, we're trying our best. One thing I will say, if you've got any of your own theories, leave them in comments so we can read them. And because uh, I'd be cool, I'd like... I could spend hours reading that stuff, so leave them in comments below and I'll have a read through and what have you. But yeah, apart from that, may the force be with you.